So today in our scriptures, we're getting to the end of the church year, and that means we're getting close to the uh, beginning of a new church. So that you're going to hear, especially this weekend, next weekend, you're going to hear scriptures that are apocalyptic, the genre of literature in the Bible called apocalyptical literature. And that means the unveiling of apocalyptic when it comes to Latin, meaning to reveal. So God wants to reveal something to us always. But as we get to the end of the church year, this is a good time for everyone to kind of do an examine. You know, to where are you today? Any good company, any company that's successful evaluates their progress over a time period, looking at what did we do well, what did we do not so well? Where can we grow? Where can we uh, uh, get better at what we're doing? You know, what are some new ways maybe we can introduce that will help bring greater success to our company? It's no different for us as a church. You know, it's no different for us as a church. So I really, really highly encourage everyone here to evaluate your life. Look at the Lord and say, Jesus, take some time. The next few weeks, you have two weeks to really sit down, evaluate, reflect. I think Plato said, or is it Aristotle said, an unreflected life is not worth living. If you're not reflecting on your life, you're basically going in circles. And it's purposeless. God doesn't want to have purpose and to have a vision. Without a vision, you, you will perish without vision. The Bible talks about it. My, my people will perish for lack of vision. So have you been in your faith life? Thanksgiving's coming. You're going to have an awesome opportunity to love. To love those that are coming to your house. Some of the so you either you either learn how to grow in virtue or you throw in the towel and you go crazy. Basically, lose has a plan. This is a great time to think about your experience of yourself when you encounter conflict. Your experience of yourself encounter blessings when you encounter sickness. How, from January 1st till today, look at the conflicts you face, look at the challenges you face, look at the areas of growth, look at the blessings, and how have you experienced those interiorly? What is your level of awareness of how you've encountered yourself and others in the midst of those situations and circumstances that have happened to you? Church, we want to develop an interior life, right? An interior life is someone who experiences themselves experiencing a headache. Because they experience their husband, their wife, in a moment of grief, in a moment of sorrow, in a moment of success, in a moment of, uh, of victory. Being aware of yourself as you experience life. This is what makes humans different than animals. We have this ability to experience ourselves, reflect on ourselves as we have an experience. The intellect, the power of the mind to be able to reflect on the experience I'm having as I'm having it. To be able to then decide how I'm going to act. That's the will, the free will. The intellect, think, reflect, 
The will chooses, right? The passion to my choice. Humanness, give color to my choices. Like if I stood up here and preached like, today we're going to talk about Daniel. He heard the word of the Lord. That's not a very... We want passion. I always say, a homily without passion is like a milkshake without flavor. God wants us to be passionate. Life without passion is life without flavor. And so God wants you to, how did you experience yourself and others? How have you experienced the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows of this year thus far? So these scriptures are apocalyptical, end time, revelation, revelatory. So every experience we have has the potential to teach us something about ourselves, to reveal something to me. Every one of you, in my experience and encounter of you, even here at Mass, I can experience new revelations about myself in light of my experience of you today. The scriptures read, if you sit with them and ponder them and reflect on them, You'll start to experience yourself. You need to grow, and you'll see areas where you're being successful in the life of grace. And so, God wants us to live a reflective life. In these next two weeks, I really pray that you'll reflect on your life from January 1st till today. What are the events? What are the situations? What are the circumstances? What are the highs, the low moments of this year that you've had? As we get ready to begin a new church year, Advent is the first week of a new liturgical year, a new church year, okay? So this is a time for the church to invite you to ponder, to reflect. And I'd encourage you, get a journal, a notebook, whatever you want to call it, a notebook, a prayer reflection journal, and open it up and sit in some quiet time and reflect on your experience thus far, what, you, what you've encountered in the Lord, and how you've encountered the Lord in this last year. Now, we all live busy lives, right? We all have a lot going on in our life. I invite you to make a commitment to do this, to, to, to choose a time of prayer. I know myself, I have a full schedule. If I don't write Jesus, Two o'clock in my schedule, in my phone. If I don't write Jesus, two o'clock. Because Jesus gets the leftovers then. Jesus, if I don't put Jesus in my schedule book, in my, in my phone, Jesus will either not get time with me or Jesus left over. He gets the scraps. So that's not a good plan. So you have to be, we have to be wise. It talks in scripture here about, you know, the wise shall shine brightly. That means the wise are those who have a vision, have a plan, realize that life here on earth is temporary. There's a purpose I'm here and I'm driven by this vision, this mission, this plan of life. The wise shall shine brightly firmament, right? Those who lead the many to justice shall be like the stars forever. 
right? And then it says here, many will sleep in the dust of the earth. Some shall live forever, lasting horror and disgrace. What's he saying? He's like, you're either, you're either going to shine in glory forever or you're going to burn in hell forever. It's, it's one or the other. In the end, it's life or death. It's not like, well, you know, it's not a big deal. That's why this church, our church, God's church in this time says, hey, if you're not paying attention, start paying attention. It's like every one of us here. Our eating habits, our, our ways of eating, our nutrition. When are we going to start doing it right? Oh, I'll do, I'll start, I'll start tomorrow. No, we don't start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. No, start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start exercising. Oh, I'll start tomorrow. Don't start tomorrow. I'll start exercising next week. Next week comes. I don't start exercising. So you see the challenge here? We're human. We're weak. I'm weak. I struggle with prayer just like you guys. I struggle to eat well and exercise well. I struggle too. But a lot of our problems in our spiritual isn't just our spiritual life. It's our way of handling family members. It's the way we deal with uh, uh, the refrigerator, the cookie jar. It's the as Christians to shine brightly in the world. To be a bright light requires sacrifice, namely the cross. Take your cross and follow me, Jesus. We have people sign up for an hour for a reason. Just as if I don't schedule it in my calendar book or my phone, I won't go. Maybe I need to impose on my flesh a commitment that will require me to die to self. So when you sign up for that hour, for example, we sign up for an hour, you commit to an hour of prayer, don't make a commitment most likely. If you look at from January 1st, for example, if I said to you, let's say your attitude is, well, I'll come when I can. Well, I bet, and you're gonna be number one and you wanna be a warrior and you wanna be up front and you wanna be a fire, a flame with God's divine love. It's gonna require sacrifice, commitment, hard work. Look at anyone in the, in the athletic world. It's hard. It's, it's commitment. And, and don't be afraid to start where you are. You know, I can't go to the gym and like put on 300 pounds and expect to just do a bunch of presses on the, the bench. I can't do that because I have to train so that I can get stronger. Take a big learning to walk at a time. But I just want you to reflect on from January 1st till today, where are you? Have you gone down? Have you gone up? Where, where are you in your relationship with God, in your relationship with yourself? How do you to yourself? How's your, again, what, what, are you, what are you doing with your time? Your, what are you doing with your, uh, your, your, oh, your free time? What are you doing with your, you know, how's your, how's your, your, your diet? Read the Bible every day, just a little bit, five minutes a day. Open your Bible and read it. So, so we as a church, God's, you know why God's doing this, guys? He's getting you in shape. Game day. And you know, the day he calls you out of this world, that's game day. If you keep putting practice off, practice off, practice off, game day comes, you're surprised, you're out of shape, and it's hard to make a decision on game day it's hard to win the fight on game day if we haven't
conditioned ourselves for game day. And so the church is kind of saying on these last few weekends, sober up, reflect on where you're at, and again, what decisions do I need to make change so that I can become the best version of me that God created me to be? The church is for us, not against us. God is for us. He's not against us. And so as we look at these scriptures, maybe uh, uh, something you can do is every day I'm going to choose to take my Bible and read it for five minutes. There's apps available. You know, our homilies are online. You know, uh, apps. You can, you can get the Bible on your phone. There's a Truth in Life Bible. You can download it and listen to it every day. You'd be amazed how amazing you start to experience God as you listen to the Bible. Straddle the fence. We want to have one foot in the world, one foot for the feet in. And that's not easy because the world, it, it might be easier to straddle the fence even. But God's saying, my way's a little tougher, but in the long term investment, you're going to find way to both feet in than if you're straddling the fence. So I just wanted to kind of reflect with you a little bit um, on these last few weeks of, of, of inviting you at least self-examine, self-examination in the light of the gospel. Now, the challenge is this. When you examine something, you have to have some parameters. If you don't know what a healthy plant looks like, how are you supposed to examine a plant? If you don't know what makes a healthy plant look like a healthy plant, if you don't know what a healthy person looks like, how are you supposed to analyze where you're going? The Bible, so we have a vision of what it's supposed to look like. Why do we need examples like the saints? You know, Our Lady, St. Joe, St. Gerald, the saint, learn about a saint a day. Pick a saint for each day of the week. And learn about that saint. A saint is someone who has exemplary virtues, things they are, are, are inviting us to ponder and, and look at ourselves and be like, I need to work on that. I need to grow in that area. And so again, this is where God's calling you as we enter a new year. We're getting ready for a new, whole brand new year. Continue Mass. Ask for the grace to reflect on your relationship with yourself, on your relationship with others, and most especially on your relationship with God. Self, others, God. January 1st till today, how am I doing? What choices can I make to improve upon my receptivity to God's grace, which will make me the best version of me? You're not, not gonna do it. This is looking at relationship to self, others, and God. That's the beginning of Lord, I need you. Come into my life. Lord, help me to give you access to areas of my life that you need to heal and perfect and strengthen. So, so try that this week. Take some time to ponder that. Um, what are some areas you need to maybe make, make another commit, make a commitment to the Lord? And don't see like adoration is just another thing to do. It's like saying breathing is just another thing to do. Or eating, I don't have time to eat. I don't have time to breathe. That, when you say you don't have time for prayer, you're saying, I don't have time to breathe. I don't have time to eat. Okay? 
So let's ask for these graces to let God challenge you. How are you feeling about this challenge? What's going on in you right now? What's, what's, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? How's, how's this, how, are you, how are you experiencing yourself right now as Father Michael's preaching this message? What are you experiencing right now? And what are you going to do with it? So keep that reflective going. Just press into it. Press into the, to, to the challenge. 